It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. Yes, it's time. June 4, 2023 edition of the WIA National News. WIA Director Chris VK3FY with very important news on an upcoming webinar dealing with club insurance. Justin VK7TW tells us of the celebrations which started Thursday last for 100 years of amateur radio in VK7. WIA Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine whets our appetite by telling us what's in store in the latest greatest amateur radio magazine under the Southern Cross and... Remember VK90AR for the 90 years of the WIA's journal Amateur Radio Magazine is available as a special call sign for you to activate. And hard news from VK6. From the WIA, I'm Editor Graham, VK4BB. No, you haven't tuned the ether stirrer. This is the official VK Ham News from The One. We are VK1WIA. WIA, VK7 Centenary. A huge thank you to the WIA board for their support of this event that happens throughout the month of June 2023. For those who have taken a sneak peek at the digital version of the May-June edition of AR Magazine, it contains a humorous summary history of organised amateur radio in VK7. And there is a quote from the auspicious magazine The Listener In from the 14th of March 1925 and it appears in the Wireless Club section. And I quote, The Hobart Radio Experimenters Club is a strong body of wireless enthusiasts. The club was once known as the Wireless Institute, but a split occurred, and in the course of which some blood was spilt and a black eye told its tale, and the new body was formed with the donor of the black eye as president. The Wireless Institute is still in existence, but in a rather negative state at the moment, unquote. And thanks to Richard, VK7RO, for all the research into that wonderful article. There will be a number of VK7-focused articles over the rest of 2023 AR magazines. Now listen out throughout the month of June for the special callsign VK7WIA, and there will be a special QSL card and award certificate, and take a look at the link on the email edition of this broadcast for details. There will also be open days around VK7 in June, incorporating media opportunities, historical displays and special operating days. In the northwest, there will be an open day on Saturday the 24th of June. In the north, an open day on Saturday the 17th of June. And in the south, the open day is on Saturday the 10th of June. And see the website for more information. We hope to hear you on air or in person during the month of June to celebrate the WIA VK7 Centenary Month. And it's 73 from yours truly, Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, on behalf of the VK7 Centenary Committee. This is Chris Dimitrievich, VK3FY, on behalf of the Board of the Wireless Institute of Australia for VK1 WIA National News. Today's topics. 1. Peter Young, VK3MV, Regulatory Council. 2. Amateur Radio Club Insurance Topic 1. Peter Young, VK3 Mike Victor, has advised at the board that he will be stepping down as the WA Regulatory Council to allow him to spend more time on family matters. The WA board wishes to thank Peter for his time as the WA Regulatory Council. In addition, the WA board wishes to advise that it will be seeking a suitable candidate to fill the role as WA Regulatory Council and seeks expressions of interest from WAA members. Topic 2. Amateur Radio Club Insurance 
the Wireless Institute of Australia has for many years arranged a discounted insurance scheme for affiliated clubs by an insurance broker. This insurance was very limited in its coverage and the board felt that in response to a number of requests from affiliated clubs that an option for additional insurance coverage be made available to clubs. With so many affiliated clubs, the WAA will issue an invitation to club presidents and secretaries to join us on a webinar. The webinar will be recorded for clubs to replay to other members in their own time. Invitations to WA affiliated clubs will go out within the next week. Questions may be submitted ahead of time by email and details will be advised in the invitation email. This has been Chris, VK3FY, on behalf of the Board of the Wireless Institute of Australia for VK1 WAA National News. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. I am reliably informed that members have been receiving their copies and downloading their electronic issues for more than a week now. Meanwhile, the Editor-in-Chief has to maintain his patience. I intimated on my last broadcast that there was more to come. Hands up those of you with a 2 metre rig or dual band 2 metre 70 centimetre rig in your car. Being able to chat with other amateurs during the daily commute or when on long drives through the countryside is great stuff. These days you can play with old style analogue FM or the digital spin-offs, all those acronyms, C4FM, DMR, D-Star, etc. Ever thought about how our brothers and sisters in Western Australia cope with the vast distances between inhabited centres in that state? Well, our West News columnist, Will McGee, VK6UU, is back in the latest issue with further news on development of the All-Star network over there. This time it's about a new All-Star node installed in Waluna. Waluna? Where's that? Turn to page 11 and read all about it. OK, who knew that the Secretary-General of the International Telecommunications Union, the ITU, held an amateur radio licence? Doreen Bogdan-Martin, KD2JTX, holds that illustrious job, which is important because the ITU organises the regular world radio conferences. We have one coming up in November. That determine the international rules and treaties for the use of the radio frequency spectrum. Doreen recently found time to play a little amateur radio, chasing DX via the geostationary amateur radio satellite known as QO100. Read all about it on page 5, with pictures. She's the lady in the pink suit. All the blokes are in grey, wouldn't you know? Apart from one bloke who didn't get the memo and wore his jeans to work that day. Don't miss this issue's book review. The book is War Diaries, a radio amateur in Kiev. After all that's written and shown in the mass media, here's a personal story of one man in Ukraine, helping others as best he can. Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 91, Issue Number 3 for 2023. Serving Australian radio amateur dudes for 90 years and still ploughing on. Available in print and online, always published to a schedule, never random or half-heartedly slapped together. Thanks for listening. I'm Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. CW Hard. 
Last week we told you how Richard Eyre, VK6PZT, would be on ABC National TV, where he had to answer questions and even trade gently disparaging remarks with the host. Hard quiz Wednesday TV fans watched Richard square off in the Melbourne studio against three other contestants. So, how did he score as a contestant? He won, he won, he won. So now, instead of just pounding the brass, he'll be drinking from it. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now, international news with VK2 LAW Jason. Hello, leading this week's international news from Region 1 to Rome. Yes, for our first story, it's off to ancient Rome in Italy for an out-of-this-world project. Compete to decipher message from Mars. A competition to decode a message from Mars that reached Earth on the evening of May 24 has started. The data, collected by radio telescopes, have already been processed and made available online at the website of the project, A Sign in Space. The signal, which simulates a message sent by an extraterrestrial civilization, was transmitted via the Trace Gas Orbiter probe of the ExoMars mission in orbit around Mars. In the space of a few hours, more than 1,300 people from all over the world took up this challenge, an experiment on the margins between science, art and science fiction. According to the INAF, National Astrophysics Institute, which set it up from an idea from the artist Daniela de Paulus in collaboration with the European Space Agency, the SETI Institute and the Green Bank Observatory. Ham Radio is the place where radio enthusiasts from all over the world meet. The 46th show will take place from 23rd to the 25th of June, Ham Rodeo 2023 is a highly anticipated event with over 150 exhibitors and 14,000 members of the amateur rodeo community catching up in Friedrichshafen, Germany. The IARU have put out a note to hams worldwide who will be lucky enough to attend, and I quote in full, Step by the IARU Open Innovation Zone, where we invite you to explore exciting projects from our community. From software-defined radio to powerful digital signal processing tools and captivating citizen science initiatives, you'll witness the future of amateur radio unfold before your eyes. Active members of our community will introduce you to their projects, expertise and inspiring stories that will ignite your imagination and propel you into your own exciting radio adventures. Discover the possibilities, connect with fellow enthusiasts, and be a part of a revolution that pushes the boundaries of amateur radio. So join us at the IARU Open Innovation Zone, where innovation meets passion, and together we'll reshape the future of amateur radio. Good words indeed, and a great initiative from the IARU at the Ham Radio 2023 to be held this month in Germany. To news from Region 2, ARRL and FEMA sign agreement, Ham Radio is as relevant as ever. The agreement emphasises the importance of skilled amateur radio operators in times of crisis and the role of ARIS leadership within the emergency communications space. ARIS is a network of trained amateur radio service licensees organised across the country to provide communications and other support to served agencies, such as local governments, hospitals and disaster relief charities. More than 20,000 ARIS volunteers actively participate in the ARRL program. 
In 2022, they provided more than 420,000 labour hours of service, saving local officials $13.4 million in personnel costs. Each member of ARIS has specialised training in emergency communications. Many have also completed training in the National Incident Management System in order to integrate with local officials during an emergency response. The agreement is representative of the continued commitment and cooperation between FEMA and ARRL, said ARRL Director of Emergency Management Josh Johnson, Kilo Echo 5 Mike Hotel Victor. Serving our country during emergencies is an important service provided by ARIS volunteers and a principal purpose of our amateur radio service. Our well-equipped volunteers bring their training, use of innovative technologies and community partnerships together to serve before and during disasters. To Region 3, Guamanian broadcasters have met with the Office of Civil Defence Administrator and the Communications Director for Government to determine how to restore communications across the island in the wake of Typhoon Mawa. According to a report in the Pacific Daily News, radio and television stations were largely knocked off the air by the storm and the territorial government is working to help stations get back on the air quickly. Power was the primary issue, according to stations during the meeting. The media representatives asked the Governor's Office to help stations secure diesel fuel and working generators to keep stations broadcasting until power is restored. KUAM-TV have reported efforts to restore power across the island with a focus on critical infrastructure. Hospitals, wells, wastewater facilities and telecommunications are taking place. Guam will get our radio stations back online, but we are a bit in the dark, you know, with no radio communications, so people of Guam are very anxious for information. The report noted that K-Stereo the primary radio station designated to relay 24-7 information from the government during emergencies remains off the air because it lacks power and its generator isn't working. Finally, this week it's to New Zealand, where our Kiwi brethren are taking part in the 97th NZART annual conference and AGM in Palmerston North over the King's birthday. The conference commenced on Saturday the 3rd of June at 9am and concludes Sunday 4th of June after the evening dinner. So many activities and lectures, an alternative program is being run on both days. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We are VK1 WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, June weekend prior to the second Monday of June, VK Shires. So if your calendar is the same as mine, that makes the Shires June 10 and 11. Also make a mental note that the 2023 QIPA happens June 17. June 24-25, Winter, VHF, UHF Field Day. Calling all VHFers, UHFers and microwavers. As that old poem begins, the time has come, the walrus said. OK, no walrus, just me. Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, erstwhile manager of the VHF, UHF Field Days. I'm here to advise that the midwinter Field Day for 2023, as planned, runs over Saturday the 24th of June, through to Sunday the 25th. As in the past, you will find the dates, the times and the rules posted on the WAA website. As everyone is aware, 
we have been working on catching up with preparing results of last year's contests and this year's summer event, last January. A number of people have made valiant efforts over recent months to find or to write suitable log-checking software to suit these unique contests that have been developed by the stakeholders over time. It's proven to be a Herculean task, and I'm truly grateful to those volunteers who have taken it on. Let them rest for the moment or so, and I urge you, just get out there. Enjoy the outdoors or the indoors at home and have fun. Then send us a log. AI is not yet up to the task. I heard what you were thinking. Meanwhile, I have returned to compiling contest results manually. That means by hand, not by a Spaniard, as Basil Fawlty thought. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. The NZIRT Memorial Contest has been held every year since 1946 to commemorate those New Zealand amateur radio operators who lost their lives in World War II. The contest is held every year on the Saturday and Sunday of the first weekend in July. The 2023 Memorial Contest dates are the 1st and 2nd of July. IARU HF World Championship Contest takes place the second full weekend of July, beginning 1200 hours UDC Saturday and ending 1200 hours UDC Sunday, July 8 and 9. All licensed amateurs worldwide are eligible to participate in this contest, as the objective is to contact as many other amateurs as possible, especially IAA member society HQ stations around the world, using the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 meter bands. July 15, Trans-Hasbun Lieben Contest. August 12 and 13, Remembrance Day Contest. August 26, 27, Lara Contest. Dex Window. The Northern California DX Foundation is preparing to offer $100,000 in grants to help mitigate deliberate interference in amateur radio activities. NCDXF will entertain grant proposals from individuals and or groups that specifically outline their approach to identify bad actors. A group of directors will weigh the probability of success to these proposals, as well as monitor the progress of the grantees. These Aussie special calls on air are worth listening for, to year's end. But you may also be able to operate these calls if you are an affiliated WIA club. The booking portal is accessed on our WIA homepage. VI10VKF celebrates the 10 year anniversary of the VKFF group. VI100MB celebrates the centenary year of the Manly Ringer Radio Society. VK9AR for 90 years of the WIA's journal, Amateur Radio Magazine. VK100ZL celebrates the centenary of the first trans Tasman radio contact between Australia and New Zealand. Again, until December 31, and speaking of VK100ZL, a special event call sign, ZL100, has been issued for three months to the NZART to commemorate the event, commencing 26 April to 25 July. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3GTV. Cole. Hello, first up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW. Build a three-transistor radio via CW. 
This South African activity took place between Saturday the 27th of May and yesterday, Saturday the 3rd of June. Your task, if you are in ZS land and chose to accept, was to order parts and build just one radio. Parts could come from different amateurs, and swapping parts is the name of the game. Therefore, the aim is to have all the parts you would need in one place within seven days, giving you time to accommodate and collect components. Parts ordered from other amateurs by CW must be shown in the comments section of the community logger. ZS hams have a password to the logger. Happy shopping and swapping, but it all must be done using CW. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. A new distance record is being claimed on SO50. During a SOTA activation of Pine Mountain in Michigan on May 24th, Joe Worth, KE9AJ, worked George Munji, MI0ILE, in Northern Ireland. The distance between the two locations is 5,584 kilometres. A previous record on this satellite was 5,523 kilometres, set in 2018. Four CubeSats developed by the Korea Astronomy and Space Science Institute were not IARU coordinated, and the downlink of one of the satellites is on 437.800 MHz. This has the potential to cause QRM to the ISSFM repeater. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Maritime. Fleet Week New York is in its fourth decade of celebrating the sea services, with the New York Council Navy League there every step of the way. U.S. Navy vessels have been visiting New York City in a celebratory manner since the aftermath of the Spanish-American War in 1898, when Commodore Dewey was celebrated as the hero of the Battle of Manila Bay. However, the first official Fleet Week took place in New York City in 1988 and is generally timed to coincide with the Memorial Day holiday weekend. Fleet Week is an unparalleled opportunity for the citizens of New York and the surrounding areas to meet sailors, marines and coast guardsmen, as well as witness firsthand the latest capabilities of today's maritime services. Many of those visiting were on air on the local VHF UHF ham channels and were made welcome to the area by local ham radio operators. Navy League values and honours those who uphold the traditions of the maritime services. June 3 and 4 marks the annual Museumships Weekend Amateur Radio event, during which amateur radio operators around the world commemorate the service of historic ships by operating from ship memorials, museums or the actual ships themselves. Here in VK, you can contact HMAS Vampire, Listen out for Victor Kilo 2, Victor Mike Papa in Sydney and check out the VK2 VMP page on qrz.com. HMAS Vampire is moored at the Australian National Maritime Museum. The Montrose Amateur Radio Club in the USA will operate from the USS Montrose Memorial on both days. This is the fifth year that the USS Montrose Memorial will participate. The event encourages ham radio operators to contact as many of the participating museum ships as possible, learn the history of the ships contacted, and commemorate both the ships and those who served on them. And there are more than 90 ships participating this year. It's across to the west, and that gentleman of the airwaves in VK6, Clive, VK6CSW. The Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's June Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. Firstly, something different. 10 metre conditions are excellent and we will conduct a one-off experiment tomorrow. In place of the usual 20 metre transmission at zero hours UTC, 
Mike, PK8MA, will transmit the bulletin on 28.450 MHz with 400 watts beamed southeastward. All who can are asked to listen and report Mike's signals. That's 28.450 megs starting at 0 hours UTC. Please give it a go. All other transmission times remain as published on our website. This month's features are Club News by Andrew, VK3CAH, an item about Guy Gibson, the famous dam buster. Then Bill, VK3BR, tells us about the Eiffel Tower and its early radio installations. Everyone's welcome to listen to the program and join in the callbacks afterwards. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the website. The next lunchtime meeting for members and friends in Perth is on Tuesday, June the 13th at the Woodbridge Hotel, East Guildford. All are welcome. See the website for details. So tune in tomorrow for the RAOTC June Bulletin. If possible, listen on 10 metres at 0 hours UTC and please join in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. And from the oldies to our young-timer, Alec, VK2APC, with an update on Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. Yota. Do you know that the Radio Society of Great Britain's School Zone webpage brings together radio amateurs in schools and colleges? This great initiative helps people to share their experience of and expertise in establishing and running a radio club for young people. And just launched is a new page as part of the section called School Zone Stories, where they highlight some of the great amateur radio activities that are happening today in schools across the United Kingdom. And in the USA, it's graduation season for high schools across the United States, which brings a graduation cap decorated with a call sign. This rite of passage is often accompanied by the chance for graduates to decorate their caps for the festivities, and one teenage ham in Oklahoma chose to decorate hers with her call sign. Cassie Whetstone, KI5DBQ, is a graduate in the Magnum High School class of 2023. She was also a part of the school's Tiger Radio Club, KF5CRF, through which she earned her license. Her graduation cap was decorated with monarch butterflies and a bright floral design on each corner. Sparkly rhinestones lined the cap's edges, and 73's KI5 DBQ Clear was printed down the center. See a bigger photo of the cap and leave your well wishes for Cassie on the ARL Facebook page. And in Australia, a follow-up on Emil and his family. As you may recall, I spoke about Emil, VK5WWW, who was 11. It turns out his sisters, Josie, 13, and Nina, 16, earned their foundation license in early 2022 in Adelaide with a great helper, Paul, VK5PH. Since then, they have all trekked up mountains and into parks to activate portable for summits on the air and worldwide flora and fauna. Emil has continued to have fun with the CW game Morse Zap, and he jumps on air to play QRS CW, chasing parks and summit operators. His next goal is to compete a CW-only WWFF and soda activation. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Next up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. When all else fails... Yes, we hams know that one. The use of amateur radio to maintain communication. 
Well, according to CBS News in the USA, their government has begun issuing satellite phones to over 50 senators in preparation for a potential disruptive event. The news has ignited a wave of concern and speculation about the real reason behind the move. Senators were told to keep these satellite phones within arm's reach during their travels. The phones are meant to ensure emergency communication channels remain intact if a crisis severely impacts the regular communication infrastructure. The Department of Homeland Security has also issued an advisory highlighting the significance of satellite phones during man-made or natural disasters that cause widespread communication breakdowns. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. This week at Snowy Mount Buller. 2023 social scene and remember clubs are welcome to submit text with audio for this section. Details of all WIA affiliated clubs and societies can be found on wia.org.au and that includes email addresses, website links etc etc. I'm Henry, VK2ZHE, President of the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club. The Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's 47th Annual Field Day at the Warhope Showground Hall is next weekend on Saturday and Sunday, the 10th and the 11th of June, during the New South Wales King's Birthday Long Weekend. It will be all the usual field day activities, including traders, trash and treasure, fox hunting and a homebrew display. The field day dinner will be at the Port Macquarie Golf Club on the Saturday night. The Woolhope Showground permits camping, so it's possible to stay on site in your own motorhome, caravan or tent, with power and amenities, but you must book ahead with the showground caretaker. Thanks, Henry. Now, to VK5, the CERD convention, the Fox Hunting Championships, also next weekend, June 10 and 11. And in VK5, Amateur Radio Experimenters Group Radio and Electronic Sale happens November 26. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.